Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whichever applies to you. Welcome back to Prevent and Reverse Naturally Type 2 Diabetes. This is Episode 2. I am your host, Mark Ashford. I am a Type 2 diabetic. I was diagnosed December 19, 2022. This is my journey reversing Type 2 diabetes and discussing the lifestyle changes that have made that possible and which can help prevent the condition others. So what has happened since the first po- uh, first podcast? Well, I've um, published my book that accompanies this podcast. The book is called, not surprisingly, Prevent and Reverse Naturally Type 2 Diabetes. The book has been published in paperback and ebook format on Amazon, and the links are included in the show notes. The book is freshly completed, but I have already laid plans to expand the book. The expanded book will take a deeper dive into prevention based on a look back at my eating habits and preferred foods for the past 10, 15 or 20 years through the lens of current information and try to infer what has contributed to my current uh, diagnosis. I shared my my book with a few friends, one of whom uh, has a um, a family member who is diabetic, but uh, she has quite an extensive uh, Instagram following, and she posted on the Instagram uh, showing my book and also referring and talking about it. And one of the points that uh, she made was that this is a condition. This is um, a physical um, as well as mental condition. I found this very interesting, um, simply because in a lot of articles and a lot of websites, you'll see references to diabetes being a chronic condition. Chronic is an an adjective. It refers to continuing for a long time or recurring frequently, as if a diabetes comes and goes and it is not there all the time. Um, It is also referred to as being constant, habitual and invertebrate. Now, referring to a condition, condition is a noun, it is a state of health. A particular mode of being of a personal thing is an existing state, a situation with respect to circumstances. This is a very different uh, tone to take with diabetes. It is not in any way referring to something being chronic or continuing for a long time or recurring frequently. I much like the way of referring to my condition, my type 2 diabetes, as being a condition rather than a chronic condition. I much prefer referring to diabetes as a condition, which it is. It's a state of health. But it is uh, is not a chronic condition. Chronic tends to put in my mind at least references to something which is 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 depleting its uh, uh, to me well it's an old way of looking at it so let's be more gentle with ourselves when we refer to diabetes as a condition and not something that is chronic or um, habitual now let's uh, look at um, um, technology a continuous blood glucose monitor short form is CGM, 
is something which you attach to your body and it uh, monitors uh, your blood glucose and reports it either to a standalone handheld device or it uh, sends the information to a smart, an app on a smartphone. I have an iPhone. So every, every time I look at the iPhone app, I can either, as with the first uh, version of the Freestyle Libra CGM, um, I have to manually scan the CGM attached to my body uh, to get a reading. I now have the Freestyle Libra 2, which is uh, a continuous uh, uh, device. It uses Bluetooth communications to communicate between the CGM and the smartphone rather than having to conduct the manual scanning. Just a few comments here. Um, the CGM is the same size, physical size, as the Freestyle Libra 1 or Freestyle Libra um, CGM which I started with and it is roughly the same cost as well uh, so there is advantages to going straight to the Freestyle Libra 2 if you are newly diagnosed and you're going to pick up your first uh, CGMs to, to use them and you have and if you have a choice choose uh, the Freestyle Libra 2. Some things to think about is that um, First of all, because the, the CGM is always transmitting using Bluetooth to the smartphone, the uh, app on your smartphone and the readings it gives you are always going to be up to date. The software, uh, the app on the, on the smartphone does have some alarms, uh, which it will, it will send to either the screen or I have an Apple, uh, an Apple Watch, it will send it to the Apple Watch. If I have a low glucose event, um, it will send uh, uh, a message to, to my Apple Watch warning me that I'm having a low glucose event and we'll deal, deal with uh, more information on that in uh, the next uh, podcast. I actually have that turned off because I, from my experience from December until uh, September this year uh, with the uh, Freestyle Libra 1, um, I very rarely had a, a low glucose event, uh, and if I did, it was during the night when I was sleeping, and I wouldn't be particularly happy if an alarm went off uh, during the night, so I actually have that low glucose event alarm turned off. There's also a high glucose event alarm, um, and it's kind of the same deal. Uh, once you go out of your, your happy uh, green range on the, uh, uh, on the app display, um, you will get a warning and I also have that turned off because since I've been uh, following the lifestyle changes which um, I've been describing in the book and we'll be talking about in these podcasts I very rarely get a, a high glu glucose event so I don't need an alarm for that so that's turned off the only one the, the, uh, the third alarm which is uh, left on is for signal loss that is when the smartphone the iPhone is out of range of uh, the CGM and loses connectivity. Uh, Bluetooth is not um, is not uh, it, it does have its weaknesses. One is uh, distance from the uh, from the, uh, the the receiver to the sender, the, the transmitter, which is the CGM. Um, they often say that it's about sixty feet, but in the home, uh, the phone can be 
uh, in my home office and I can be in the living room watching TV or I can I can have the phone in the uh, the bedroom and I can uh, be you know in some other part of the house uh, um, uh, doing something and I, I'll get an alarm that uh, the signal with all the different walls and things between uh, the uh, between me and the CGM and the phone um, has caused the signal loss. And of course, if you go outside uh, to do something in the backyard and the phone is uh, is in the house, you'll get uh, an interruption in the signal. Um, it's useful to get that uh, that uh, alarm that you've lost uh, contact between the uh, the CGM and the um, smartphone. The issue is that um, you have to rescan the uh, the CGM in the app to re uh, to reconnect it to the uh, to the phone and that process is not quite smooth um, as someone who works in software development and uh, technology uh, I noticed that when I get an alarm and I go to the phone and I cancel the alarm um, and I rescan the uh, the CGM and I get the, the confirming beep that the connection has been made, the alarm still shows as it shows as being present, and sometimes I have to rescan the CGM two or three times to make the alarm finally end. Um, by the way, the alarm is not a sound; um, uh, it's it's a message on on the smartphone. Um, that's the one thing that uh, that uh, that I've noticed is that the alarm doesn't cancel immediately when the the uh, the CGM has been rescanned. One other thing that has uh, come up, and it was an interesting um, interesting article in the Guardian newspaper, which is a uh, United, uh, which is available in the United Kingdom, uh, but it's also available online at theguardian.com. Uh, is the website, and I, I have a link to this uh, this item that I'm discussing now. In the book, I refer to the percentage of population in the UK, Canada, US, and European Union who are considered to be to have diabetes, but have not been diagnosed. And the number is a considerable percentage, and it is growing. Those references are to first world countries. Uh, with diagnosis and treatment capabilities, and also the ability to um, monitor the percentage of uh, people who are considered to be un undiagnosed diabetics. This article in The Guardian um, refers to the number of undiagnosed diabetics globally, but especially in third world countries. And it is a large number and growing in those third world countries. Third world countries do not have the diagnosis and support capabilities of the richer countries and diabetes in those third world countries is becoming a much bigger problem and because it's, uh, because they don't have the resources to diagnose and um, support uh, the diabetics, um, a lot of people are dying from diabetes complications and it's not recognized that uh, they possibly could have been saved if they if there's more resources available, put it that way. There is a um, 
a link in the show notes uh, to that article in the Guardian newspaper. In the next episode, we will look at uh, ongoing experience with the Freestyle Libra 2 CGM and also annual medicals and what they do and do not show you. How you might miss a diabetes diagnosis for years but still be uh, carrying out or participating in annual medicals. And of course, there'll be more information on um, my uh, the eating habits that over the last 10, 15 or 20 years have contributed to the current diagnosis. Well, that's it for now. I'll see you next time. <laughs>